I don't remember how to sit. <laughs> well, we're keeping that in, so I guess we just started the podcast, because that's, that's the intro of dreams. So, welcome to Meteor Station, podcast number three. This time we do have Gruen and a guest, as previously promised, are actually coming through on things. So, here we are. How's it going, Gruen? Uh, good, other than sitting problems. Here we go. Here we go. Amazing. Wow. Look, I'm sitting. Absolutely incredible. Yes. Excellent technique, I must say. So, yeah, uh, any updates in your nick of the woods? Um, updates for... Just life or your VR stuff or just anything you feel like sharing. Mine is going to be underwhelming. I'll kick it off while you're thinking because mine doesn't take much. It's just I've been working on Jelly a bunch, and that's it. There you go. Okay. So, yeah, it, yeah. for those that have missed it, the Spark Notes is a kid's show we're working on. There you go. That's what I've been doing. How about you? Well, I, I've been drawing a little bit here and there for that. I've been doing some sound. I've been playing some piano. I like playing piano, and so I've been doing some piano for the the scenes and intros and outros stuff. And it, it it's uh, it's challenging, but I do really enjoy it. Yeah, uh, which I, you know, I see super these good. guys that do it. For for movies and TV, and and I think, you know, I, it, these guys are professional, but they can see the mood and set the mood for something, and then you got to do little snippets of the same kind of music or the different scenes so that it all kind of ties together. You can't just go to a completely type of, you know, from minor chords to major chords where it doesn't sound you know, like... Maybe we should. Maybe we should just, like, on a prank reel or something, just do, like, you know, instead of the typical kids show happy music, you just play, like, the darkest, scariest background music you can possibly find. And just, it might be the, uh, what's it called? The, what, what do they call it where you just mix two things? There's a... Meta. Mashup? I don't know. There's a word I'm blanking on, but there, yeah. Maybe that's what we need. The true intentional fails of Meteor Station. We could do, we could do something like that where it's a kid's show for big people. Um, so it's, it's like a kid's show, but the music is dark, the idea is dark, um, Mm -hmm. and you know, like a we could have it be like a ghost who um, needs friends, and so he makes them die to join him and be a ghost with him. <laughs> wait, that wait, doesn't that, that actually that exist? Was, yeah, Casper, the friendly ghost. Yeah, oh, but you're you're right. I think we just exposed Casper. Is all we're doing here. Uh, sorry, Casper. But we could do we could do adult 
cartoon, except you can't say adult cartoon because that gives the wrong impression. Mm. So you have to say a kid's cartoon for, for grown-ups. Not kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't that weird that the word adult has to have, have the weird connotation? Why can't we just be adult? So. I mean, you'd probably get more views, sadly, but, you know... Thanks for petting my bunny. Uh, speaking of my bunny, sorry in advance for the lack of arm movement in this one. <laughs> I'm uh, recording in a unfortunate setup this time, so I'm on desktop mode. So just to kind of preview what it'll look like when we bring in a decent chunk of our guests. Some of our guests will have Vieira, but uh, not all of them will, and it will even still make sense. But, uh, yeah, we'll get to the guests in a little bit. And I guess, very briefly, most people that are on the, uh, the third podcast would probably be aware of who we are. But if not, we make free, fun, entertaining, varied content in VR. And, yeah, I guess that's our spiel. That's what we are about. So, right. and to that end, recent posts included, we got how old was the girl that recorded it eight or something the valentine's post she is uh six going on seven okay so we had a six-year-old explain valentine's and it's exactly what you would hope for where it's just all sorts of crazy stuff jumbled together in you know six-year-old words so it's adorable and funny and that was that post. Uh, any behind the scenes for that one, Bruin? Yeah. Um, I'm just messing here. The the cool thing was, I just said, tell me what your Valentine's story is. And she just started going. She just started saying all these things. And um, so you ought to watch it because this is a six-year-old's idea of Valentine's. And when I finished recording, and it was her and her brother, and her, her brother it just has one little line in the, in the thing, but when I finished recording that and then put it together and you did the cartoon for it, and I just, I love that kind of thing because it's so cute when a kid just, like, rambles a story and then you can animate it. And... So then I talked to her mom, and she said she has no idea what Valentine's is. Or you know, they don't they don't do anything with Valentine's. All they do is uh, maybe get some candy every now and then, or something like that. So she kind of had some idea what it is. And at the very end, she has that one line. She says, "Is Valentine's the heart thingy?" So th yeah, that was adorable. Yeah, I'm glad we left that in, because it's pretty hilarious. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, exactly what you would hope for from that. Yeah. And uh, I guess a bit of a... Is it a spoiler, a teaser, or what? But we use the jelly character in a Valentine's dress as the actress that's going around kind of... I don't know about acting out the things that are said, but representing the things that are said or whatever but anyway enough yeah. about yeah that post uh after that was arc park which 
as mentioned before, basically Pokemon Snap, but with dinosaurs. So not a ton. Of... <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> adding to my bunny. There's not a lot going on with the bunny, so I appreciate the help. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, not a lot of behind the scenes there either, just because, you know, it's a, just a gameplay reel. So uh, yeah, there you go. If you like watching Let's Plays or whatever, then... There you go. I guess it's not a li whatever. It's a gameplay video. Anyway, uh, after that was Quinoa Sushi, which it looks like it should be pronounced Quinoa or something, but it's Quinoa. And I I still kind of want to say it wrong on purpose just to bother people, but I'll spare you today. But uh, I guess the behind the scenes there is... For those kind of posts with the budget Epicurean, these are just, like, things she makes. It's not like she's, like, I'm going to make a special post for the budget Epicurean content. It's just, like, the day when she's willing to record or whatever. But since I had access to an 8K 3D camera at the time, we recorded that. And so there you go. It's quinoa sushi, an 8K 3D. Just because it's what she was having that day, which is pretty crazy because it's, you know, pretty fancy. So, there you go. Yeah. Awesome. I I would say that I'm, I, I would have to try to make it, but I don't uh, really enjoy cooking. But, <laughs> um, but I'm going to find somebody that's going to make it for me. I know who that is. Yeah. I I also have a guess on who that is, but. Yeah, and obviously the other post for uh, February was the previous podcast. So that kind of brings us to March, times of flying, much like those pens. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so after and the and you can't do anything about it. That's true. I can. My character can still run, so oh. I've got that going. If I choose to be a little more yeah. interactive. No, I, I like yeah, it. I like what you're doing, so I'll stay stationary. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so after the podcast, which we are currently doing, so that's pretty well confirmed, we've got the Red Dirt Film Festival coming up. We're doing that, I guess, the weekend after... Well, spoiler alert on when we're recording it. Jeez, me. Um, but... We're going to be out there actually the weekend that this gets posted. So, yeah. Uh, so if you're watching and, this and you're in Stillwater, Oklahoma, come by and see us. Yeah, stop watching this immediately and come talk to us instead. Yes. You dummies. No. Um, <laughs> but and you could see the premiere of Jelly at the festival. If you're yeah. in Stillwater, come on over. Yeah, we've talked about this on like every podcast because we keep working on it. Like insane mm -hmm. people, and you'll actually get to see what we keep talking about. But uh, yeah, so ideally we're going to be bringing a camera and recording some stuff. So I'm not sure if it's going to end up being more like a vlog or if it'll end up being, you know, uh, behind the scenes of the festival or what. But we're going to record some stuff, and hopefully there will be something worth posting. We don't like posting garbage, so if it doesn't turn out, we won't post anything. 
and that'll be why, but hopefully there will be something worthwhile there as one of the posts for March. Uh, any yeah. comment there, Sir Gruen? No, I'm just looking forward to being at the festival and talking to other filmmakers and animators and people that make documentaries. Uh, we're, we're always looking to collaborate with people. Yeah, we love collaborations. That is true. So one of the other posts coming up for March leads us into our guest. So I'll skip that one for now and talk about the other one we're aware of, which is we're going to be making a St. Patty's Day post. I don't know how much we're going to get into that. Well, we obviously talk a little bit more about what the posts were previously because we like to do behind the scenes of the post that we just did. But, uh, yeah, St. Patty's Day. Uh, Gruen's running the show on that one. So anything you want to uh, spoil or hint at for that one, Gruen? I don't want to spoil it, but it's it's going to be fantastic. It is going to be <laughs> so much fun. You're going to want to share it with everybody. And um, if you don't share, you will get in. Yeah. For every time you don't share, we will punch a leprechaun. So. Pinch. Pinch. Well, I'm I'm punching. You can pinch. <laughs> but our other post, I I don't. I, that's the sissy move. Uh, yeah. Moving on from that, since I think we'll have more to talk about on that one after the fact. But we've got Bruise and Booze, which is a show that is. I guess we just recorded a proof of concept, is what we should call it. But we have our guest, who is Nick. His name is Nick. And he goes and gets, I guess, a behind-the-scenes look at breweries and goes and gets interesting stories. And this one, um, he, you know, they're sipping on a beer during the chat that they do, but... I think in future renditions of this, we would have more like a sampling, and he can talk a bit about it. But fortunately, he was very familiar with this brewery's beers and was able to kind of take his take on their beers already. So kind of works, but I think that there's a decent amount to be said about living vicariously. So with that, I guess let's get into... Our guest, let's bring him on. What do you think? Um, sure. Me, uh, whoop. Uh, for some reason that's not like there. There we go. For it's, it's not, it's not liking the location. That. For audio only listeners, um, Gruen is painstakingly writing guest. Behind us. <laughs> Sorry. It... <laughs> I didn't know there was audio only. What's that about? What's what's anything about, you know? What's anything Maybe. about? Alright, let's get a guest. Let's go get him. Alright. We're back. We have Nick. Hi Nick. How's it going? How's life? It's going well. I had a great night last night and it's a beautiful morning already. 
what did you do last night? Um, went out with some friends to a uh, meadery uh, mm. in the area, kind of like a micro You're meadery. Doing research oh, yeah. for the Brews and Booze show, just bonus <laughs> credits. So, uh, I think we have to kick it off with some of the hard-hitting questions. You ready? Are you sitting? Are you yep. braced? I'm <laughs> Do you guys are, like... Are we hitting him with 20 questions, or what are we doing? Well, no, it's just, just one question. Do you like oh. hard bristles for your toothbrush, or soft bristles? Mm, kind of more of a soft bristle person. How about you, Gruen? Um... It doesn't matter. My dentist said only use soft bristles. Mm, you're just a hard brusher. I'm the same. I, I brush hard, so I have to have the soft bristles. Yeah, it, it I don't like the hard bristles. Your gums. Yeah, you're not supposed to use the hard bristles. Said. Oh, good, because I don't like it. Okay, but <laughs> okay. Here's the here's the part B of that question. I'm next. Um, do you rinse after you finish brushing? <laughs> We've stumped the band. Nick? Did you did you hear Let's it? See. Um the after brushing my teeth, uh I use a rinse, but now I do not. Mm. Oh, so he's a fifty fifty guy. Yeah. And you well, know what? the answer uh, there is fifty fifty. Fifty percent of dentists seem seem to say rinse and fifty percent say don't. And yeah, it's it's a very uh, split um, audience on that. Well, I, I think uh, I'm just going to go ahead and derail this before we get too dedicated on the uh, dental hygiene segment of the show. So <laughs> let's get into the <laughs> bruise and booze part. So, uh, so yeah, so what do you think of your first ever take on uh, bruise and booze, Nick? It kind of threw you into the deep end on it, but you did a great job, I thought. What was it like from your perspective? Sure. So from my perspective, um, I was actually really excited when you mentioned it. I was like, yeah, let's let's go to a microbrew and um, kind of understand what's going on there and get to talk to the, the brewer and the owner and try some beer. And then when we get there, we start setting up and then you put up the, the camera and you're like, okay, Nick, Go! I was like, oh! <laughs> I thought this was going to be like a, both of us doing it. And I uh, oh, didn't realize this was going to be put on the amazing. spot. <laughs> yeah, no, you did a really so, good job. Yeah. Uh, and part of it, too, I did you end up, because you were, before you were going to meet me there, you were saying you're going to do all this homework. And I was like, you know, don't even do the homework because, um, I want, uh, kind of wanted you to not know stuff so you would ask him, and you yeah, you just did a good job on your figuring out good questions and all that. Did you end up uh, doing the research in advance, or did you just like get thrown in the deep end on that too? Yeah, so I think I just pretty much listened to you, and I was like, oh, okay, fine. I'll uh, not do research. <laughs> that's that's yeah. easier to do. <laughs> Yeah, and it did work out, too, because, like, I think for future ones of these, we're going to have to, um, like, if, if they don't provide a sampler set, I'll just get you one, because I think that would have been a cool thing to have had, plus it would have been more fun for you to actually get more beers. You did have the one, but 
it worked out pretty well that you already knew their beers. How many of those did you know before you knew at least a couple, right? Yeah, at least four, because I remember um, I went through a bomber phase. Um, so that's like a big bottle of beer that's usually around um, two and a half beers in one bottle. And I remember the uh, the names were very eye-catching. And uh, kind of got my attention, like the Flying Nun and the Philosopher. Naked, Those were just interesting naked names. Nun. Naked yeah. Nun, sorry. And um, so I, I think I tried a few, and they were great. And then the next time I was in uh, in the store, I picked up a few more. And uh, so that's one thing that I like to do is kind of like share a few beers with my dad and uh, and a close friend from all the way back from like high school. The bombers are kind of perfect where we can both have a full glass, maybe a little bit more uh, of of one beer. And yeah, and and you're like. Uh, you have what? What's the app? We should probably be getting sponsored with all the things we pitch out there. But what's the app called <laughs> where you uh, you so keep track of all the different beers you've had? Yeah, so it's it's called Untap, and it's kind of a, a fun app in which you can log in your beers, and you get badges. So it's like, oh, you've had you know five, you know dark. Porter beers, and you get like a dark porter bat, and um, like, oh, you have had fifty different beers. Here's a here's a fifty you know badge, and it's it's kind of a fun way for me to keep up with a few friends from college and uh, my dad. So we'll we'll get to see what beers they've had, what they ranked it, um, look at the picture that they put in, and then um, kind of start a conversation of, oh, that one sounds interesting. How did you like it? Uh, how many are you up to now? You had like so a crazy number of various. Yeah. That's the other fun part of the app is uh, kind of like a fun competition and like who's had the most different beers, who has the most badges. <laughs> so like right now, I think I'm like 56 to 54 different beers away from like a thousand. But I think I have like mm. 940 different beers right now logged into that app yeah so hopefully brews and booze catches on so you can get taken around and pass that thousand mark and be all right but i yeah. i did realize that we should probably because by the time of posting this brews and booze won't have been posted so what this is is a basically behind the scenes look at specific breweries, microbreweries, all that stuff. And then it's hosted by Nick, very obviously by this point. So Yeah. Um So did we get the name of this app? Yeah, Untapped. Untapped. We'll have to U N T A P P E D. Untapped. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to check in with them and see if they want to sponsor. There you go. That'd be great. That'd, that'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Nick's last, clearly repping. The last two microbrews that I went to, they actually had like a TV up, and uh, it actually would have posts or uh, logins, if you will, from Untapped kind of scrolling through. And mm-hmm. that was kind of interesting seeing people um, logging in their beers either in the door or, you know, around um, the city. Yeah. 
including Adelbert's, which I'm not sure if we had already mentioned it, but that's the location of where this proof of concept thing was recorded. Adelbert's Brewery in Austin. Uh, Austin, yeah. Texas. So that's probably in the footage, even, because your intro sequence is up by the uh, front little bar area. So where the TV was mm-hmm. playing it. So, yeah. So the only question I have is this this uh, app. I wonder if all that information goes straight to your health insurance company. <laughs> so, exactly so, what you're ingesting. Yeah, so I, I started it in grad school, and like it would it would even be connected to my Facebook. So every time I got a badge, it would like post it on Facebook. I was like, well, maybe I should disconnect this because... Uh, yeah. I'm I'm starting to look for a job, and maybe a potential employer doesn't want to see 50 badges of beer drinking on my Facebook. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but you can post them now, now that you're secure in your yeah maybe career. professional life. True. <laughs> yes. Nice. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, we should probably bring it over to the. So we are roping this in as so we do themes of the different episodes, Nick. And the theme of this one is pretty obviously bruise and booze at this point. But uh, we tie it into VR and whatnot. So it'll be kind of neat because uh, you've you can at least got to try VR, right? You don't have it, but you're. Did you get to try it at some point? Yeah, I got to try it at your place, and then I got a few friends that have it as well and yeah um, yeah, i've I've tried it a few times so how would you feel about drunken bar fight vr (laughs) i swear i saw something like that a while ago but yeah i'm down for drunken bar fight on vr (laughs) (laughs) so the thing is uh it exists so that's that's one of the uh VR games and experiences and whatnot that's out there, which I just love that someone took the time to be like, I need this. This is my passion, is beating up strange virtual avatars in a bar. Mm. But it's like it's like 14 bucks. Uh, I don't know that the replayability would be high enough for me personally, but I just love that <laughs> it exists in general. But I think, I think we, we may have to do it. We have to end this episode with a little uh, two-minute snippet of us fighting it out. <laughs> I mean, we could just do that here, just like just brawling. Although I can't move my character's arms, which exactly. might give me a distinct so, disadvantage. Same with Nick. I think I uh, we're up to uh, Gruen's master plan here. You uh, moved too far up, Gruen, so now you're invisible to the the VR camera. There you go. But, uh, yeah, your uh, avatar is huge. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So, what do you think his avatar is, Nick? What's it look like to you? Because we had some oh it, distinct it looks, thoughts on that. It looked like a character from like Adventure Time or something. Hmm. I could. Hmm. That probably is a better guess than any of the ones I threw out there. I think I said I like larva, a... spleen, carrot. Beat. I think I'm a, I'm a walking uh, hostess snack cake. What I think. yeah, 
Yeah, I could see that. The head area might be a choking hazard, so maybe over in Germany or something. A treat. But anyway, so so there are a few different uh, beer beer games. They have beer pong in VR. They've got uh, a full like sports bar thing, which kind of sounds like, I guess, rec room, but for oh, adults okay. or grown-ups. <laughs> we can add that chat before. Just We can't say it's an adult rec room. It's grown-up rec room, or else you get the wrong connotation. But okay. And then there's this adult other one where you're... Room. Adult... Yeah. Beverage. Beverage. But it's like uh, uh, air hockey and stuff, so it looks kind of neat. I haven't gotten to try it. It is kind of crazy. There's so many things I have gotten to try, I just feel like I haven't played anything. But, uh, and then the other one I saw was one where it's like, you just throw these beer bottles and get points, and it's like, another project from, like, I don't know why someone uh, felt passionate enough about this to make it, but hey. Now it exists, and that's kind of neat, I guess. Any of those, you guys watching. would be... <laughs> what? I remember watching the, the bar fight one. That looked kind of fun. Yeah, the bar fight one does sound like funny enough that it'd be interesting. I I feel like if they did add, like, modes and missions and, like, I don't know, just add a little bit more than just, like, thinking it's funny to beat someone up. Because it'd be, like, five minutes where it's like, all right, this is hilarious, and then you just, like, everyone's on the floor in the bar, and you're like, okay, well, played that. But, yeah. We're going to have to check it out. What What is your, for both of you, what is the VR beer game or experience that you feel like should exist. What is that? Mm. What is your dream beer VR thing? Beer VR. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, like, uh, like beer yokart. Mm-hmm. So how, what would that... Would you just, like, have a VR attachment where you actually are getting... <laughs> and uh, like a beer helmet is attached to your <laughs> VR helmet, or <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess that's another way to think about it. But uh, for me, it was just like you're playing Mario Kart, but in VR, and um, I guess on the honor system, you uphold yourself that you're actually gonna be uh, drinking whenever you are uh, um, right before you pass the the, the go line each time. Yeah, but uh, your idea was kind of funny. Every time you cross uh, the the goal line, you get like uh, almost like beer goggles type of thing. Where now, like maybe what is actually happening takes a lot longer to render, uh, maybe a little hazy or wonky. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna have more times where you're falling off a bridge or something. <laughs> that yeah, that's perfect. Your in-game character just gets increasingly drunk and out of control. That'd be pretty good. Like the um, those like powers that you get. Like maybe instead of getting a turtle shell every now and then, you get like a beer, and, and you have to activate it, which then makes your character not drive as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. 
What about you, Grin? What's your beer game or experience? Um, I think it'd be like a beer wars where you've got um like their their grenades, you know, beer grenades and uh beer cannons and um it wouldn't be very fun, but it would be beer related. <laughs> I think um I think mine would be something like uh, maybe like a drunken boxer kind of situation. So it's like a fighting game, but it's like uh, I haven't seen the airbender thing, but like they have the water bender thing. So it's like a beer bender. So like as you drink more beverages, you get better at this weird fighting style, but you can also like throw waves of beer at them with your magic beer force, you know? Sounds like drunken bar fight. Yeah. Plus plus, though. With replayability. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's it's like you have to keep up just a decent buzz. Not go over. mm, That's true. You have to, like, between punches, take a swig. Yeah. Yeah, it's like like a special buff. (laughs) You know, like uh, like dwarves are known for drinking mm. a lot, and even mm-hmm. drinking right before battle. Like maybe uh, a dwarf tower defense or castle defense or something like that, where they get buffed if they're drinking their their strong ale. And they just like that's their weapon too. Is they have to chug it and throw it at the approaching swarm. Yeah, I mean, eggs are pretty freaking heavy. Well, you know what we could do. Is we could so are you familiar with first part second part Nick? With what? First part second part. First part second part. No, I don't know what you're meaning by that. All right, we'll introduce you to it. It's good. Um, but it's a segment of this podcast we like to do where essentially we're gonna come up with beer VR game or experiences and randomly generate it with this game called First Part, Second Part. So Gruden and I can do the first one, but it's it's pretty straightforward. So you just, uh, each of us pick a part, and then uh, we say the words, and then we figure out what we came up with after the fact. So, um... Okay. So... I've got, a, I've got a second part. All right, first part. Thank Barley? Funny. Barley Bunny. And and guess what? You'd be the star. <laughs> oh, actually, that makes it so much better if it's Barley Robot Bunny. That, bunny. Right. Yeah, Robot Death Bunny. So I I guess I, if I imagine Barley and Bunny combined, the bunny's got to be after the Barley, but maybe it's not his, so he's like trying to part stealth game, part fighting game where he's trying to sneak all this barley off the farmer's land with his advanced uh, weaponry and tactics. I don't know. What do you, what do you think it is? Um, what? Do you, call it, do you call it BRB for short? Ooh. I like it. <laughs> barley robot bunny? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I have no idea. We're on to something. I have no idea what you would do. I like I like your idea. You're running around in that 
contraption and trying to get as much of it as you can. I like that. Yeah, and then it uh, can be used to power the machine, too. We can keep that aspect around. Ooh, yeah. Properly run robot. The plot, what do you think, can Nick? Be, the plot can be you are a rabbit. You're trying to take the farmer's barley, but the farmer put up some type of fence or defense or something to where you as a bunny could not get the barley. So you <laughs> as a bunny made a robot to get around his defenses. And yeah, his defense first is level... uh, Doberman Pinchers. Ooh, I like it. So yeah, you either invent or you stole it from the from the government <laughs> as a bunny. And then um, the first level is easy, but then it gets progressively harder as the uh, as the farmer builds up new defenses against your uh, yeah yeah robot armor here. Yeah, I like it. Like the farmers, like equally resourceful and all that. I like the Durham pinchers and yeah. Okay. I like it. Here Should we, we do the next one? That one was it became a winner over time. Yeah. Uh but it helps, yeah, to to have more more minds working on it. So um true. what you do, Nick, if you think of a word, doesn't have to have anything to do with anything. But you just tell us if you got a first or a second. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I have a word. I just don't know if it's good for first or second. But uh, I guess. Okay. I'll well, I've got copy. a first. Okay. Well, I'll, then I have second. Um. Okay. You ready? Yep. Bubbles. Ice. Bubbles ice. Bubbles ice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So. Uh. Yeah. What What's your instinct on what that is? So are we still keeping the overall theme of brews? Yeah, so it's okay. somehow brews and booze related with a VR twist on it. Well, I know I went to a uh, sports bar and they purposely have their glasses and their beer so cold that a little layer of ice will form at the top. Mm-hmm. That was really nice. Um, but... How do we turn that into a game? <laughs> so, uh, okay. So, the way I see it, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. please do. Is, it's um, kind of the the Jenga. You know, what, actually, what was the name of the game? With the when the pieces are coming down, you have to get them in their spots. Tetris. Um, Tetris. Thank you. Jenga Tetris with bubbles. Okay, so the bubbles are coming down, and you're you're trying to get them in to the right spots, and if you don't do it correctly, then it starts icing up, and once it's all iced ah. up, you're, you're done. Because the ice rises, and when it gets to the top, you can't get any more bubbles. I like okay. it. I like it. I I kind of went to a... VR. I mean, it could be just like... Surround. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to... Like, it could still just be in front of you, and... It's just a little more fun with the actual VR controllers in your hands, and you're flailing, trying to mm-hmm. put everything in the right place. You're hitting the uh, the ceiling fan and all that, as one would hope. Yeah, it's good. I like it. I kind of went to a uh, darker place. I I went um, full survival game as uh, bubbles 
make you think go straight to survival. But uh, it's like you're in the Arctic or something, and uh, your only source of warmth oh. is your buzz. <laughs> oh no! You could you could be trans. You could be that's your ship. The bubbles are like uh, the way you transport your. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Should we do one more? We should. Should we try go a three three parter? Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm ready with either first or second. I'll go third. All right. What do you have? First go or first second? Then. Can I go first? Oh. Okay, go. Yeah. Paper. Mad Dog. Of all time. <laughs> Paper Mad Dog of all time. Well, so I guess that just means this is an ageless paper mad dog. So it just bends space and time with, I guess, beer? Question <laughs> mark. Maybe it's like a VR paper Mario with this insane space dog. Right. That could be fun. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. think you think he's a mad dog because he's foaming at the mouth, but really that's just beer. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> and he just needs a paper towel to clean up his mouth. Drink. Aww. There we go. <laughs> Poor pupper. You got it. And yeah, scene. I, I, I and think scene. that's a winner right there. <laughs> Oh, look at this guy. He's showing off the fact that he can move his arms. Yeah, I'm kind of a little jealous. Yeah. To get a VR thing. <laughs> we did it. We used peer pressure on Nick. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, should we chat about some VR news? Do you have any juicy tidbits, Gruen? Um, yeah, does it, does it have to be beer-related? No, it's just VR news. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the you know Facebook bought the company that makes uh, well, they make several VR games, but I think that's the big thing is that Facebook they're they're going all in. They're still buying up companies that are going to be able to produce more and more VR games, so they're not backing off. They're they're all in. Yeah, and yeah, my biggest hope is that uh, they just let Revive keep existing. I don't expect them to adapt anything to be multi-platform. I would think they're just going to sit there on Oculus, but as long as I get to play anything that's worth playing that they come up with, because they're very obviously willing to dump lots of money into this thing, which I appreciate as someone that likes VR. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, just let but Revive the exist. Is, the other mm-hmm. thing that's going on, I saw this article about uh, the people are jumping into uh, trying to put concerts out there on VR. So mm. Nick would be a good person to uh, get up on this because you don't have VR, but if, you, if this was a thing, would you get VR if you could feel like you're at a concert? Like if, if 
if you don't feel like uh, battling the crowds and all that, but you want to mm-hmm. see your favorite band and you got a front row seat in VR, you're not watching it on a computer screen. You're actually feel like you're there, except you don't have to uh, be in the, the their climate. You can choose your own climate and, and you don't have to watch the guy in front of you dance. Well, maybe you do, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you depending don't... on where the VR camera is. Yeah, that, yeah, that right. sounds interesting. Um, I don't know if that would appeal to me um, that much. When I tend to listen to music, it's usually with um, headphones, either while driving or working out. But uh, for me, I really enjoy the video games on VR that kind of help kind of transport me into that that realm a little bit more, and to where when I actually duck, I can actually you know duck something that would actually save my my character. It's kind of a, a fun feeling to right, yeah. have a full body movement uh, within the game. Which comes in play. handy with a uh, bar fight, by the way. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, some, <laughs> like pirate space game where you're battling against droids and I could like dodge their laser bullets. Right. And uh, mm-hmm. I, was, I was having a lot of fun with that. Yeah, they... Uh... Do they? I wonder if they have anything like Total War in VR, because that's still your favorite thing, right? I I really like Empire, um, building type games, and I like it to where, when you do battle, there's a bit of, uh, strategy involved, mm-hmm. and so yeah, there's there's the feeling that you are building up your empire, slowly getting better in multiple ways, and then there's also the, the action in which I can tell certain squads or units to do certain things, and then I kind of like to see the computer AI battle it out, and then I like to kind of uh, test it and see, well, what happens if I do this? What happens if I do that? And it's just yeah. interesting to set up certain scenarios and watch the computer AI do what they do. Um, yeah, I, I I'm pretty, seen... pretty sure that does exist, but I can't think of what it is. So. Yeah, I haven't seen a VR game like that yet, but I'm sure if it's not out there, it will be soon. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, what else? Anything else in the news that I missed? Uh, what was the uh, Sandbox VR? Is that what it was oh, called? Yeah. Sandbox VR, where that? they're... Yeah, it, they... it's... um, they, they get, like, six people in a room. You can have up to six people in a room, and you're not tied to any port, and you can enjoy a experience like running around and shooting each other or whatever it is. You know, I think they've got different choices of things you do, but um, would you go do that where you just like go downtown and get a few of your friends and you, and it's pretty much like laser tag, except it doesn't have happy laser tag. Yeah. I think actually zombie murder. Yeah. So right. I think that would actually be more interesting for me personally than the, um, the concert idea because personally what I like is playing with some friends and playing co-op against a computer uh, AI. So instead of laser tag, yeah. it could be kind of like zombie defense type yeah, of thing. And yeah. yeah, that would be pretty sweet. I, I would enjoy that. Your, if they're in your town or not, but it's called Sandbox VR. And they're, okay. I, I know they've just raised millions of dollars and they're expanding they just expanded into Austin. They, they're in, I think, about six cities. And it's um, 
what did I say? I, I think it was like thirty dollars. Yeah, it's thirty dollars kind of pricey for for a, a twenty-minute experience. Yeah, which is a little but, steep, but could be fun once or twice. But how much do you pay for zipline for a two-minute? Right. True. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I feel be, like that'd be something good, like maybe every now and then. But uh, then. yeah, yeah, that would definitely be something I'd be interested in. Yeah. And would you be more interested if you had a beer helmet on <laughs> while, <laughs> right. while you shot well, the zombies? Well, it, it definitely needs to have a uh, a sports bar or a, um, a bar <laughs> element to it. You know, because you gotta you gotta wait for other people to finish their turn. You might as well have a drink while waiting. So, yeah, you're just like standing in line for the for fifteen <laughs> to the twenty minutes, just waiting for yeah the person behind cool. the counter to see you. If you could just do the same thing, but connect online and do the, the same games, honestly, because there's there's the being in person aspect, but I think personally also connecting people online who are a state away or more would also be very uh, uh, beneficial and interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's kind of funny. I, th- I feel like part of this podcast devolved into us trying to sell Nick things <laughs> for other people. <laughs> That's like, so would you be interested in this? <laughs> what about life insurance? Yeah. Could you use any life insurance? <laughs> 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 we really need sponsored. We're good pushers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that 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 would be something I'm interested in because um, I'm part of a organization through my work where we try to kind of help introduce people who just joined our company in the last five years and career development for you know anyone that's been there for any amount of years. And so we'll have networking events, with career development events, with volunteers events and that sounds like a fun like networking uh event and since i work at a tech company and that's like a kind of like a new tech fun thing to do i think that would actually mm-hmm. get a good um outcome in terms of turnout and yep. uh, we actually kind of get graded by turnout and reviews in terms of how much our group gets funded and mm. i think that would the actually only be a great thing is... to test out Six people at a time would be the downfall, I think. I mean, you know, if, if you had 60 people show up, I guess, what would that be? Uh, several hours to get everybody in. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I did see, though, like, there was a kind of similar thing where there was essentially, like, a real bar that had virtual reality. And when I first was, it was some article I was reading. And when I was first reading, I was like, that sounds like kind of a, disaster i don't know that that would be a good idea to put drunk people into vr and all this but it was kind of like a neat little setup um it wasn't the full sandbox thing they were like wearing normal headsets that looked tethered or whatever but they're in this like long green area off to the side but the thing that made me kind of go okay actually this could be cool was um that it was kind of a spectator sport for everyone outside of it where they could see what everyone's oh. seeing in the game and whatnot. So it's kind of like a cool, like, you know, watch people beat up on the zombies or whatever they're doing. I don't remember what games yeah. they had, but yeah, sounds more that entertaining. I would, 
I, I would be interested in that. So we actually had a game night where we did just that. We had board games, card games. We had uh, the Wii. Then we had two uh, VR headsets, and one of them was connected to another TV. So you could actually see what that one person was doing in game, so you can kind of see their mm-hmm. strategy. But I think that would be a fun thing to watch while you're having a beer and um, waiting in yeah. line or, or what, what have you. And right. uh, yeah, you get a few buzzed or drunk people together in the same room with VR. There's probably going to be some accidents here and there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I... But uh, you'll have to sign a waiver, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know. They're, it's got to be so cold in there, too, to keep everyone from... I just imagine it getting so sweaty, but maybe they've figured that out, too. So that's something you kind of figure out when um, you have, like, a big event, and you only have, like, two VRs or six VRs. It's like, how do we keep things um, clean and healthy for everybody? Because you're, you're basically putting something over your, your eyes with technically a mucus membrane so you have right. to make sure they that they're have, clean yeah. and they yeah. have they, like those uh, eye things that uh, are one use so that it's only touching your face right. um, but that is something you have to take in consideration yeah I'm, yeah I'm pretty sure they disinfect pretty well Okay. they, they just spray you with Lysol before you get in <laughs> like everyone's just doused in Lysol bath. Decontamination shower both yeah. before and after. And if you smell weird, you get Febreze, too. So. <laughs> well, as a gamer. <laughs> so, yeah, they, so they stop doing the sniff je- uh, test and just Febreze everyone. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's probably <Yeah>. fair. <laughs> probably a good call. And now we need uh, sponsored by Lysol and Febreze. So Perfect. we're just racking them up. Okay. Yes. Make sure to get the fabric one. That one. <laughs> I may or may have not Febrezed myself in the last month. <laughs> you know, if, uh, you got to do what you got to do. It's a survival <laughs> technique sometimes, you know? Time efficient. Yep. Well, well on this, that note. This, yeah, this episode has been a real... The breeze. I, mm, but um, yeah, they don't all land. <laughs> hey, that was the best and I've I, had in a long time. That was, that was really yeah. Good. By by, they don't all land. Clearly, I meant like that one just knocked it out of the park. Just unlike you. you know all the other ones in comparison. <laughs> Ob- obviously. <laughs> grow, go because you're growing mold in your hand. Oh, I'll just no. freeze it. It's fine. Um, okay. But uh, thanks, Nick, for joining us. And for thanks, Nick. everyone else, uh, yep. check out Bruise and Booze. Nick's the master host. It's entertaining. Right Hopefully, we'll high five. do more. High five. And importantly, high five, yeah. high five? let us know if you like Bruise and Booze, audience. <laughs> so, all right. Well, it was fun, guys. Thanks for joining. Yes. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thanks for drawing on me. Alright. Okay. Farewell, Nick. Thanks for joining. Bye. <laughs>